I haven't got the results back yet, but I'm assuming they're going to be good. Why did you need to get your fingerprints done? Uh, one of the jobs that You're we're doing. You're a criminal now? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Just what leave was it, it at that. No, what what was my what, what what was my what was my criminal activity? Muck duck, smoking marijuana. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. That I is highly it. illegal, sir. It is. And you should. Go I to jail was loiter. I was loitering. What a lame crime, right? Like loitering. What if you went to loitering. prison for loitering? <laughs> like, I can't imagine. Doesn't Brian Regan have a whole thing about that? Yeah, he does. The <laughs> the murder versus loiter, or like if you meet yeah. someone, or yeah, he's if like, you go to jail in prison, for, right? Yeah, he's in jail. Yeah, yeah, for loitering, and then you're like with all the people that murder. I don't he's think like, you I strangled a man with my bare hands, and he's like, "What are you in here for?" And he's like, "Loitering." loitering. They told me wow. move along, and I was like, "I don't, I don't think, think so." so. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like reading the rap sheet, loitering, 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 loitering. Oh, this guy's got nowhere to go. Loitering, <laughs> loitering, loitering. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But can you imagine that though? Like maybe that's what my crime is. Maybe I just because I was loitering. I feel like loitering is a very silly thing that you could be like, you're you're guilty of this. It's like. I was just like too far away from the bus stop for you to be able to tell that I was waiting for a bus. That's all. <laughs> I just, I just had walked away from the bus stop a little bit because there was a man peeing at the bus stop, and I just I wanted some space. Is I mean, that, okay? that does sound. Like, that sounds like a very real story, actually. Yeah, that sounds like yeah. probably. I'm I'm pr- I would venture to say that's like 70% of loitering cases are that exact story. Yeah. Like oh yeah, this guy was like peeing so I like went away from him and then I'm like oh okay. And then like I was standing outside this shop and the shop owner so got this, annoyed that I was Yeah, I was just like standing out here cuz like the guy had to have eaten asparagus. <laughs> Why does asparagus make your pee smell so bad? It's just the chemicals, bro. I don't like it cuz it know? smells really bad. I never really notice it. Seriously, I don't really Do you eat, ever eat asparagus. Sp- I guess. Okay, well that doesn't. Maybe like once no, a month, okay. I'll have asparagus. But how much asparagus? Do you have like a lot of asparagus when you eat asparagus? I don't know, like three or four stalks, maybe. See, that's not enough. You got to eat like, eat like you can't fifteen. Eat more than that. What? What? You don't eat like fifteen a, stalks of like a asparagus. like a full like a bushel. Or what are you talking about? St- like you talking, talking about, about little like individual, individual sticks? The individual sticks. You eat of four asparagus. or five? What the hell is that? That's nothing. Like, I eat like dude, you you telling me you eat 15. more than ten? Yeah, what? like ten or fifteen. I mean, they're what? Yeah, I. Look, it's like that's like a serving. Asparagus is so much work. Like by the time I get through like four or five, I'm not the one cooking I'm done. it. It's not. It's work. so much work to it's, eat. You, why? You just throw it in your mouth. How do you cook them? If you grill them, they're all floppy. So you just like eat the whole thing. You just put it in your mouth. Yeah, How do, you got to chew it up, man. It's all chewy and like you're making it sound like it's a telephone pole you're trying to chew on or something. It's not. Okay, well anyway, next maybe time I'm not eating enough asparagus. Eat, yeah, eat a lot of asparagus, and you'll know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And it lasts for two full peas, by the way. <laughs> what? Yeah, like two full urination sessions. All right, I think that we. We officially reached 
TMI. Are you kidding me? Out of everything we've said on this podcast, that's that's the limit right there. <laughs> yeah. He that's said, the that's the point where it no longer became acceptable. Wow. Yeah. I disagree I'm heavily. Done. <laughs> well, you can be done. I'll just talk to myself. <laughs> Come on, man. You know you don't want to be a podcast of just one person. That dude, I will go. I will. I don't do like those monologue. podcasts. I, will I don't do like monologue. those podcasts that only have one person. I think they're weird. I, I mean, there I, are some news I, I ones are pretty common. I hardly listen to any that are just one person. Like, I don't know. If, two examples that I listen to occasionally are news and uh, pastors. Uh, They'll do sermons. They'll do like mono, you know, monologue oh, yeah. sermons, and then news people. You know, like different ones, they'll do like yeah. just the news stuff and it'll just yeah. be them. But I do agree that if it's some kind of entertainment podcast, I don't even know how you could do it with one person. That'd be weird. Yeah, like our podcast with one person would literally be like trying to freaking be our po- our podcast trying would to be two an archer with a one train arm. wreck. I mean, let's be honest. What did you say? Our podcast. I said our. I said our podcast with two people is a train wreck. Yeah, we frequently add a third just to hopefully band aid it a little bit, just to make it so it doesn't work. Yeah. (laughs) Well, on that note. On that note, welcome to the Whiskey Boys podcast. I'm Shane, and I'm John, and this is the train wreck of a podcast. I tried to time Ooh, that right, perfectly, like right, right as, as you were taking a sip. Yeah. Right, I was taking a sip of the Eagle Rare. Yeah. <laughs> almost came out my nose. Which yep. whiskey out of the nose is not fun. No, 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 no. I don't, I don't yeah. appreciate that. Yeah, this is also a podcast where we talk about whiskey a little bit. If you've never been here before, this we talk about whiskey like eight percent of the podcast, and then the rest of it is just like talking about bullshit. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. And We've officially stopped to, hanging out in real life, and, and we use our hangout time to record podcasts instead. Yeah, that's basically what we do. Yeah, we don't talk like outside of the podcast until we're like, okay, hey, I don't know if, I don't know if hey, that. well, no, I was, I wasn't done yet. Though. All right, all right, sorry, go ahead. No, because I was gonna say we, yeah, 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 I was gonna say we talk when we're like, oh, dude, we should, <laughs> we should save this for the podcast, and then we end up just that's saving true. our conversations so that when we're on the podcast. It's generic. We haven't talked about this stuff. <laughs> we got to get we, that sweet, sweet content. Yeah. For the podcast. We get, so we're like, oh, no, this sounds like kind of a good story. Don't tell me. Yeah. It'll be like, oh, it, oh no. Damn it. Don't say it. No, but we, no, no, we no, really no, no. don't, though. Wait until we get on. You recording. get our genuine reactions. That's right. Which All of gold. this is completely genuine and real. And It's all scripted. What if it was? Well, you know, sometimes they are. We should sometimes do that. Sometimes podcasts are scripted. We, we should script an entire podcast and see how awful it is. Do you remember that time when we tried to even just script the beginning and the beginning yeah. and the end and sounded the end. horrible because we tried to script them? Yeah, that was pretty bad. We didn't even put out that episode. No, we didn't. We hid we that. We were like, this is just garbage. We hid that from our followers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was pretty rough. Yeah, yeah. Live but, and learn. Yeah, so this is our quarantine style of podcast. Not really quarantine. I don't know. Quarantine is kind of a different thing these days because 
people are still social distancing, but they're not really, but like a lot of businesses are open now and a lot of people are back at work and, you know, a lot of people are going to businesses and, uh, patronizing them. And, and, uh, so, um, but, but, you know, at least for us, we're, well, there's a, there's a convenience factor to it, you know, for sure. But also, you know, it's like, we've we've been kind of in this group for a while of just recording from our our respective houses and then uh mashing the audio together later and uh doing it that way um so that's what we're doing today uh so we're not together uh which means we're drinking our own whiskey at our own houses and uh i feel like we've got we've got a topic we're going to talk about yeah athleticism and all the forms and shapes that it can take or not take, Ooh. depending on how you feel about it. And uh, maybe we should just start with talking about the whiskey that we're drinking and our other yeah, beverages we do that. if we have any, and then we'll just yeah. jump right into that conversation. Yeah, I dig it. Cool. Um, well, I, go ahead. What are you? What drinking? Are you no, what are you? What are you drinking? I was gonna ask you first. No, what are you drink? Oh, but but you asked me first no. though, because I didn't say no, it. What, you, what are you drinking? You sly bitch. Come okay. On. So I water is is all on the table today, okay. But for those of you that are like, holy, no, I'm just kidding. I have whiskey too. No beer, no tequila, nothing like that. Um, I have had a few other drinks this afternoon before the whiskey here, so don't worry, folks. I am feeling it. Um, but today I have are Eagle you Rare, it, Mr. Krabs. Are you feeling it now, Mr. Krabs? I have, I'm going to just show Shane, not you guys, because you guys can't see it, but I got my Eagle Rare, um, which came from, I think we did the, I can't remember what episode, I know that we've done it though, so this has been featured on the podcast before, but it comes from the same distillery as um, your Buffalo Trace, Stag Jr., E.H. Taylor, uh, Pappy Van Winkle, all that good, Blanton's, all that good stuff. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Eagle Rare is just uh, pretty damn good. And when it is on allocation mostly, so it's hard to find, but when you do find it, it's like 35 bucks. So uh, I think 35 or 40 bucks. So it's still pretty reasonable, but it's very good, just classic, in my opinion, classic bourbon. So that what is what I'm mean, drinking today. What does it mean that's on allocation? What does that mean? So allocation is so for a total wine you'll have allocated items which are right at the front. They don't put them in with the stocked items because they don't have enough of them to like stock the shelf. So okay. they're and and allocated items will usually be one to limit one to two per customer. So so they're like um, limited quantity allocated. It's limited, like quantity. limited quantity. It doesn't yeah. like again like in this case it doesn't mean that it's super expensive. It just means that sure. the quantity itself is lower. Um, so you yeah. just. So when you see them, um, so for those of you that are listening, if you're ever curious, uh, when you go to Total Wine, at least the one here by Park Place, um, when you walk in, you go right around like the the customer service desk, and right there, right on the corner on the lower part of the shelf, they'll have allocated items, and it'll have the bottles sitting there, and it'll say limit one per customer. You should check those out because there's some good stuff for reasonable prices sometimes that you can get there and it's they don't advertise them either i don't think so huh. you just go in and find them and you pick them up so i'm gonna have to look at those the next yeah. time i go in there man i have Definite. not been going in there at all oh really yeah i've been almost. i've been going there a lot 
yeah. no problem. Yeah. <laughs> what are you drinking today? Well, I I I, I decided things, that I, you? I wanted. To, what's that? You have a few things, don't you? Well, I'm drinking your... beer and I'm also drinking whiskey. Uh, nice. I, I I every single time we've recorded the past few weeks, you've been drinking like beer or a margarita or something like that, and then whiskey. And I'm always like, man, I wish I had a beer. That sounds so refreshing. And it is refreshing because it's fucking hot outside right now, dude. It's yeah. so bad. But I'll tell you one thing. This is completely off topic. But my when I, was, when I was working from home for a couple months, someone else was driving my van, apparently. And they went and got a, a sunshade for my windshield. Nice. For my for my Geek Squad van, and it is a it is a lifesaver, dude. Because nice. it it it's so much nicer in my car when I get in there. It's still crazy hot, but it's nicer. It's better yeah. for sure. So yeah, I'm actually gonna crack another one right now. But I am drinking nice. Founders All Day IPA for my Not, beer. That's a good one. It's good. You know, the thing with Founders. This all-day IPA, I haven't had one of these in a good while, and I've mostly been drinking, like, hazy IPAs for a good while now. And, man, there's that tang. There's that tang on a full-on IPA. You get that yeah. that's, that thing at the end. Very hoppy. It's very hoppy. It's, uh, you know, it gets, gets, gets kind of, ah, ah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you kind of feel it. You go, ah. But, yeah. uh, but, I, but I like it. I don't mind it. It's good. It's a good quality beer. And then I went and picked up a new bottle of whiskey Ooh. when I was at the store getting my beer. It is Redemption Bourbon. Ooh, nice. Have you had Redemption? I, dude, I, I, I mean, I don't have it. I, I think I've tried it, but I can't remember. It is. It's. Um, they. You know what? Redemption. They make a rye. I've had. I'm oh, really? pretty sure I've had Redemption Rye before. That's why oh, I think okay. it sounds familiar. But I sure. have not. If I'm wrong, I apologize. But I have not had the bourbon. If that's what that is. This says it's a mash of 75% corn, 21% rye, and 4% barley. So yeah, it's a seems so like a high bourbon. percentage of rye, but yeah. yeah. So that that might be considered like a high rye bourbon, but maybe. Yeah. Still, I mean, that sounds yeah. Is uh, it? Uh, yeah, Redemption is bringing back American straight bourbon whiskey to its pre-prohibition glory. The corn and rye grains create a smooth, balanced, and slightly spicy straight bourbon reminiscent of a bygone era. It's usually thirty-one dollars. It was on sale for twenty-four. Damn! Uh, like, a grocery like store here. pickup, or did you go to? Yeah, that was at uh, uh, Albertsons. Okay. Dude, Albertsons, Albertsons has a good selection, man. It's Albertsons and okay. fries. Can I tell you a story, a quick story about that? Yeah. Cody was uh, working, I think he was, it was when he was at, um, total, no, he was working at prep, I think. Or maybe it was when he was working at um, the Hilton or wherever he was, but he was bartending. And he had this lady at his bar, and she was saying, like, oh, I'm visiting him from out of town and stuff, and they were chatting and stuff. And he started going on about how Albertsons has a great selection of alcohol. 
and she was like she was like oh really like what what do you think about that like like how do you like is it pretty good or like and he was like so she was like asking him like some questions about it and uh he's like oh yeah it's great like you find stuff that you would only find at like total wine or like these other places like other grocery stores don't carry this kind of stuff the beer selection's great the 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 hard liquor selection's great there's a great wine selection uh you know if you're looking for something that's beyond like your standard stuff that's the place to go and she was like that's really great to hear because I'm the alcohol buyer for all of the Albertsons in Arizona. And he was like, what? And she's like, yeah. And he had just like brought it up like on his own, just like, yeah, Yeah. the, the selection in Albertsons is great. And she's like, started like asking him questions about it and basically just doing like getting like a review from him essentially about that. And she was like, yeah, that's my job. So that's good to hear. That's freaking awesome. He's like, yeah. And it's true, man. None of the other grocery stores have the kind of selection that Albertsons has for whiskey and beer and uh, even wine. They've got a lot of wine there. Uh, Yeah, I don't... I've At least the one you Yeah, to be honest with you, as far as Albertsons goes, I know that they have a big selection just because I can see, like, the volume that they have. (laughs) Right. Um, And the volume itself is pretty good. I only know the whiskey that they have because... That's sure. all I ever uh, get, but um, right. uh, but yeah, like I, that's pretty cool though. I mean, it makes sense because I knew, I mean, I knew that there had to have been in their marketing or somewhere. There, you know, they focus heavily on like, hey, we are going to have solid alcohol selections, right? Um, right. In fact, there was a period of time where Total Wine had Buffalo Trace on allocation. And Albertsons had it cheaper just on the shelf. Like Really? Yeah. So it was no like kidding. uh okay. Yeah. So like might as well go to Albertsons. Yeah, it's so how, it's great. So how is that uh whew, excuse me. How is that redemption? Is it pretty good? It's good, man. Uh yeah. does not pair particularly nicely with the IPA. Uh yeah. um you know, the IPA's got a strong flavor and then you know, go into this. I probably should have gotten like a glass of water so I could do a palate cleanser in between. Yeah. But that's all right. Uh, it's it's good though. Um, it's 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 smooth, like it says. It's it's smooth and and um, you know, it's it's a pretty it's a pretty light whiskey. You know, it doesn't have a lot of depth of flavor, which I guess makes sense given that it's you know cheaper. Um, but uh but it's nice i like it i would nice. i will definitely you know i was like i don't really want to spend a bunch of money and get like a really nice whiskey i just want something that i can drink and maybe drink a lot of and not feel guilty about you know yeah drinking and then subsequently pissing away a bunch of the bottle uh so yeah it's great nice yeah man well right on so, th- this was something that I wanted to talk to you about uh, because uh, it's been kind of a world that I've been a little bit more involved with, I guess. Uh, not not deeply, but um, I pay a lot of attention to it. Um, and uh, I wanted to kind of get your, 
get your take and we can kind of talk about it a little bit, but it's the whole idea of what we now call esports, right? I mean, it's this idea that, you know, we have kind of molded in the idea of competitive video gaming into the kind of the realm of professional sports um, right. and made it basically a part of that conversation, um, it, which, you know, for anybody who's traditionally been into sports just sounds, I think just sounds really silly, um, but has become more and more common. And I know for me, like I didn't watch sports. I wasn't deeply connected with sports when I was growing up, but I played a lot of video games. Uh, and I still like to play a lot of video games. And so I really enjoy watching people play video games competitively because it's almost like, like watching them, like if I liked to play football, but I was not a professional football player, you're just getting to watch somebody play the sport that you really enjoy at a high level, basically. Um, so uh yeah i mean you have you know you have people like ninja who have kind of become pop culture um figures and are considered i mean they use the term athletes for people like him uh who are in competitive gaming uh and uh, he's got a he's got a, a sponsorship with adidas um you know he he's uh he's been tweeted at and um and and mentioned by espn on more than one occasion i think espn has broadcast competitive gaming um yeah i believe that at some point or another um or it has become somewhat a part of their schedule at some at some level um so uh and obviously like during covid competitive gaming has basically been the only kind of, you know, sports that have even been available, you know? So it's been huge, uh, for people to be able to watch it. And you have, you've had a lot of professional athletes that have been playing video games instead of, you know, since they can't play their regular sport and stuff. So I know you come from a sports background. You played football in high school. You know, what do you think about these people who are not, athletic in the traditional sense being considered athletes and being uh kind of uh, uh welcomed into this arena of competitive sports uh you know or professional sports really is what what they're considered at this point yeah it uh it's kind of interesting because like i've thought about it a little bit but because i'm not involved in gaming it's something that i don't really think about it a whole lot i mean as far as like the esports go but i know i've seen the competitions and i've seen them aired on tv i've seen um one of the ones i find really fascinating even though it's uh actually not gaming related but i find the drone flying competitions really fascinating yeah um I don't know if they consider those people athletes or not, but I mean, they just sit there and they just fly their drones in those obstacle courses and stuff. And it's just incredible what they're able to do and the speed at which they can do it and stuff. 
Um, I think it's... So, I guess (laughs) I have a simple answer to your question, (laughs) which is, no, I don't think that they're considered athletes. I think that you can call them something else. Like, they are great in their own field, and they're earning money in their own field. But I feel like, you know, the term athlete, like, giving them that term athlete is a very... It's it makes you think of someone physical. Like if I were to say something about an athlete, and it's a dude who sits in his house all day and makes millions playing video games, and he's not athletic at all. I mean, we have an idea of what athletes are, you know. Yeah, like an athletic build or something. Yeah. yeah, like regardless of the level. I mean, you know, if you're a little kid, you know, you're five years old, you know are you outside playing are you athletic or you know or like there's like that kind of thing no matter how old you are you end up you know are you athletic or you're not athletic or whatever so Mm -hmm. i mean for me i've always viewed it as you know it's cool that they're being promoted on that scale because there is you know obviously well i don't want to say a lot of them but like you know there is professional gaming in sports you know like there's specific sports that you know there aren't just all like uh fortnite or something like that like there's a sure. lot of you know i mean i'm sure that there's competition based on whatever other sports you know like soccer you know fifa or madden or you know like these yeah. guys probably get really good at those games too um and those are actual sports but i wouldn't consider those guys athletes personally right um, yeah, yeah now they could be very athletic i mean like i know for a fact ninja seems to be i mean I, he's like very he's i don't know if he's he's just super, super skinny. athletic he's just yeah. super skinny i mean maybe yeah. he's not maybe he's not athletic at all i don't but, think he's that athletic but you know maybe he's not but um yeah i don't know in short that's kind of like my my main thought right off the bat i yeah i don't know how how, what your take is or if you agree with it or you know i mean i i have to kind of agree i think it's a little bit weird to call somebody who um is not uh you know physically athletic um an athlete you know but, but um at the same time i could see how you know, they start getting to the point where it's like, dude, these people are making because of their sponsorships, because of the amount of money that comes along with these competitions to play competitive games. They're making the same kind of money that professional players make, that professional athletes make. And they're doing their training in a similar way that athletes do, where they train for hours and hours a day. You know, if, even if they're not, you know, streaming, which is a common thing where, you know, it's a good revenue option for these players to live stream their games during the day so that people can watch them and then they can make money from that as well. Um, but like, even if they're not streaming, you know, they're just, they're just doing reps over and over of these different techniques and strategies and stuff like that. Um, because at the end of the day, it, it ends up being because our, because internet is so fast now and, and video games have gotten so advanced, you're having to make decisions at the same speed, if not faster than you do in a professional 
sport, you know, talking about playing football or playing basketball or something where you have to make these like snap decisions on how to, you know, how to make a play so that you can score or win. Um, that's what these professional gamers are having to do. You know, I mean, they're, they're playing in a way that has very much the same mindset that professional athletes have to have, even if they physically don't have to be in the same shape as a, as professional athletes. So it's, right. I could see how there's a point where people start going, okay, th- you know, it seems weird to classify these people this way, but there's not really another classification for them. They're essentially, other than working out, they're basically achieving the same thing that professional athletes are, um, which is honing their craft to get really good at the game that they're playing. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I could see some some merit in it. I, I mean, what do you think about the fact that they, they, they broadcast these games these competitions on sports channels like ESPN. Yeah. Well, so there's actually a few things I'm thinking. My mind was just like racing when you were talking about that. So I have a few (laughs) different points and I'll just hit them quick. Um, but well, so first to answer your question, cause the two things that I have, I'll, I probably won't forget them if I do whatever. Um, but I, so here, here's my, here's kind of my thought, I guess, overall with the ESPN thing. I, I mean, I feel like with so well for one I would consider those people gamers like you're a professional gamer like sure. you're not an athlete you're a gamer like that's you're, sure. you've dedicated your life to that you know um and that's awesome and people do ma- I mean dude there's plenty of those guys that are making more money than athletes I mean some Absolutely. of these guys are making incredible sponsorships and stuff so my thought is <clears throat> it really should just be a separate thing. Like ESPN shouldn't be responsible for like hosting these events, like just have a separate thing. Like we're in the 21st right. century. We can, we stream on online, you know, on our computers we have, you know, so it wouldn't be anything for like direct TV or, you know, all these other cable networks to like come together and just create a couple of channels for gaming, like live stream gaming. Like, that wouldn't be difficult to do. I, I'm sure there's a lot of money involved, but shit, you got these big sponsors, you know, like you said, Adidas, Red Bull, they're all involved anyway. And you right. could have ESPN sponsor, you know, like you, they could sponsor events and stuff, but to say like, oh yeah, ES, it's like the Super Bowl. It's like, I don't know. That's that's a little far, for me personally, that's a little far-fetched to just, oh yeah, yeah. we're going to watch this on ESPN because it's a sport. You know, it's like, well, it's not really a sport. I mean, it's cool to watch. It's fun to watch, but it's a different thing. So sure. the two things that I thought of while you were talking. So one of them is I've heard just because, well, before I got off social media, one of the, you know, a lot of the guys I would follow are just because they're very motivational are um, like special forces kind of guys, uh, you know, like former Navy SEALs and stuff like that. And a sure. lot of them say the same thing about other like special forces guys, which is, if they didn't excel in special forces, they would have excelled in anything else that they tried to do. So, Mm. you know, these people could have gone to be doctors and probably would have achieved it if that's what they wanted to do. Or, you know, they could have gone to be an athlete, you know, an actual athlete in, you know, the NFL. And some of them were, I mean, you do see that where they were former athletes and then they went into something like that. So 
you know, you could say that these gamers, you know, these guys that make it to that level, they would have made it to another level. They would have made it to that same level regardless of the path they chose. They just happened to choose gaming because that's what they were passionate about and that's what they chose. So a guy like Ninja, if he had stuck to, like, let's say that for certain, like, let's say one of his passions was soccer. Um, Let's say he, like, did that and he didn't follow gaming. You know, he could be a world-class soccer player right now with his dedication and everything yeah, and going his competitiveness into gaming and, like and his competitiveness. That, yeah. Like he he could have excelled in anything. You know, sure. it just happened to be gaming that he got involved in. Um and my my third point, I guess. So this is the one that I'm curious to see what your thoughts are. Okay. So would you consider, just because I'm playing devil's devil's advocate here, okay? Is someone that just fucking crushes it in garage band, are they a musician? Someone who just crushes it in Garage Band, like they're not. not I'm sorry, not Garage Band, Rock Band, or Guitar Hero. I didn't oh, mean Garage okay. Band. Someone I was who like, plays huh? not. No, yeah, not Garage. I don't. Yeah, not Garage Band. Um, well, I actually did think about that originally, like someone that mixes music, but that's different because I do find them to be musicians. But gaming, so Rock Band sure. or Guitar Center, or goddamn Guitar Hero. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that's so interesting. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, so like, that's a good point. That's a really good point. <laughs> like playing guitar on on Rock Band or Guitar Hero is not the same as playing real guitar, and it, especially because you cannot, you cannot, you can't create on on those platforms um, because they're only a, a very pared down version of what you're really doing and i but i would argue that just saying that like as far as like playing garage or i'm sorry now you got me doing See? it uh <laughs> uh playing rock band or playing uh guitar hero uh on guitar you're not having to make the same kind of your brain isn't working the same way as when you're playing music like you're not having to make the same kind of decisions and uh and think about the same types of things as you are when you're uh playing real music the only thing that's very similar honestly is playing drums on one of those programs like on one of those games still it's not the same it's not the same because you don't have your dynamics and you don't have the actual sound of the drums and like all of that stuff that goes along with it but the movement is all there, dude. Like you have to have the rhythm to be able to play and you're hitting, you're playing in the same type of like structure as you would play on a regular drum set. I mean, that's what rock band ended up getting to where it was like, you basically had like an electric drum set that you were playing. Um, Yeah. So they did come a long way too. like playing rock band drums a whole bunch. You could get to the point where you could probably go sit down at a regular drum set and do okay like you could you could basically be like my hand movements are kind of there so i can kind of do this sort of you know not exactly but sort of um but it is different because but it's different i i I wouldn't say it's the exact same thing it's not the same thing because like playing rock band playing guitar hero you're basically just being told what to play the whole time so you're not having to make decisions the same way that like when you're when you're a musician 
you know, you're making decisions in the moment about like what you're going to play, how you're going to play it, what you're going to do. Um, and that's where I think it's the same when you're playing like competitive games and it's in that real time situation where it's all super fast paced. It's like, I can make a play right now that could turn the tide of this match or game the same way that somebody could make a play in basketball that would turn things in the right direction for the team. Um, and it just comes down to that split second decision of like, what am I going to do here? Because this could, this, this could make or break sending us in the right direction or at least for this half or whatever it might be. So I feel like, I feel like the decision-making is very similar when you're playing competitive video games and you're playing competitive sports. Like, so I could kind of see, and, and I think there's probably an argument to be made that really the reason why, because it's really, yeah, esports kind of existed before ESPN was connecting in with that. You know, that it was kind of like, like gaming competitions have been going on for 20 years. You know, they, as soon as it was possible to do like LAN parties where you could connect a bunch of computers together through a network and then like in the same room and then like play together. Once that became a possibility, then they could start having competitions where they would play stuff like Counter-Strike and these other games that have been around for a really long time. And so then it's just gotten bigger and bigger from there. They'd have Halo tournaments and they'd have, um, you know, all the uh, Super Smash Brothers tournaments are still really big. Um, yeah. You know, and uh, so they've been doing that kind of stuff for a long time. It was It's only been in the past few years that they started calling them eSports. You know, but I think that that part of that is a branding thing by ESPN and companies like it, where they go like, we can basically like if we can bring this into the fold of what we're doing, then we're just basically bringing in a whole new viewership on our channel, you know, and on our platform, you know, and we're kind of like, it's just another revenue stream, basically. Yeah. So. It's um, as far as like you and I discussing the merits of this, I don't think ESPN cares. You know, I think for them, no. it's like as long as it works, as long as people watch, then yeah. they win. You know, yeah. and that's all that really matters to them. Is like if I can yeah. make money off it, that's great. I know one thing I will say that I that I do heavily disagree with is like with as far as so like with the with the musician right yeah see you know what it takes to be a musician so you know that playing guitar on on guitar hero or rock i almost said garage band again (laughs) guitar hero or rock band is not correct that's not gonna translate to anything right and same i can tell you as far as like let's just take football because that's what i played sure i can tell you that the countless hours that i spent running gassers and being in the shoots and hitting helmet to helmet and you know you know going over plays in your head so many times and having to learn you know a playbook of you know 50 plus plays you know and then going on defense and knowing what all those plays are like if you play Madden, you're not a football player. You don't know no, that's what that's true. like. You don't know Absolutely. those steps. You don't know the stance. You don't know, 
you know, hey, you hear trips right, 21 dive. What the hell right. does that mean? Yeah. Well, you know, like, and that's one play in one formation on one play of offense. Like, so sure. there's a there's so much that goes into it, and there's hours of practice. I mean, you figure we played, um, what was it, uh, 10 minute, I think, in, in high school? 10 or 15 minutes. Anyway, it was like an hour or less of game time, but we practiced four hours a day, four, four, eight, 12, six, six, four, like 12 to 16 hours a week for one hour of playing in the game. And then, sure. we, you know, so like there's so much of that that goes into it, just like music, you know, being a musician. But so I, like to say that someone playing video game or like, like a game, like, like again specifically football related i don't you know i don't know if they even play that competitively but um you know let's say someone that gets really good at that they don't know football like they may understand like oh yeah like the linemen have to go but like you don't know that you don't know what it takes to be able to do that fast or think on the fly or you know like you can make split second decisions but Making those split second decisions when you're on the field is totally different than making them in a game. You know, um, when sure. you have the controls at your hand and you're not gassed and you're not completely out of breath because you've been running for an hour or, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, there's just so many variables. No, that's so, true. That's true. There's, there's an aspect of physical uh, exhaustion that comes along with trying to make good decisions within the game. So, like, mm-hmm. you're, you're, physically having to perform as well as mentally performing whereas like for most of these guys um you know they're playing with a with either a controller or a mouse and keyboard so really it's just their hands their hands just have to be ready to go um right you know so there's not a physical training I mean, there's a lot of muscle memory that goes into it for sure because you yeah, have to train sure. yourself to be able to make these plays and do these things. That's where, like, that, like that's just something that I don't do, you know? Like, I don't play video games enough to where, like, I'm just trying the same play over and over until it becomes, like, muscle memory so that, like, if I'm in a game playing against somebody, I can run that play and know that it'll be successful because I've practiced right. it so many times where like that's what they are doing. And I you know, there's a pressure that comes along with that where like you're talking about like playing in a competition where you could win 200 grand. You know? Oh, so you yeah. so you're going like, okay, I have to be ready for this. Like I have to like I have to be as prepared as I could possibly be for this. And most of the I mean, I'll admit like for me personally, I usually watch I watch a lot of live streams and I watch a, and I do watch competitions quite a bit um, because the streamers that I like to watch will stream themselves playing in competitions. Like I was watching one today um, uh, in between jobs when I was working and stuff. But, um, you know, like those guys are, are having to get to the point where, and like they're not playing like those sports games. Like, and I yeah, think that they're, I, they're, they're playing shooters yeah. or I was going to say that's, that is the most popular. That's the biggest thing is like playing yeah. shooters, you know, call of duty, uh, uh, call of duty battle Royale has gotten really popular. Um, there's big competitions that happen for that. Now Fortnite still has big competitions that happen. Um, 
you know, setting aside the past few months where things have just not been normal. Um, but, but they've still been able to run some of that. Uh, and you have some of these other games that will also run competitions, you know, and uh, it does come down to just like being a decision maker, you know, it's making, uh, being a strategist, being a decision maker, you don't have to have the physical prowess to be able to do it, you know? Um, yeah. So it there is a distinction, you know? I, yeah. I, I think there's a distinction, and I think it is inherently confusing for people to hear athlete and then see a dude who is like the human version of a potato chip, you know, <laughs> and be like, yeah. I'm an athlete, and it's like, no, you're not. <laughs> You're not yeah, an like, athlete, no, dude. You're not. You're not. Uh, that's that's not how it works. Uh, yeah. You know, go go for a walk, please. You know, yeah. you're you're not an athlete. Um, go down the soda. Right. Uh, but um, you know, they are they're professionals, and I think they're playing sports. You know, I think it. I think you could. You know, you classify it as esports, but um, I think it still is something where when you get down to what it takes, it's less about what it takes for great athletes. Cause it's like, you talk about like Tom Brady, right? Like Tom Brady is not one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL because of his athleticism. It's because of his decision-making it's because he knows what plays to make, when to make them. So he's, right. I mean, he's, he's an athlete and he's, he's great at, yeah. you know, putting power to the ground when he needs to do it, you know, but, but as far as like why he's so well-respected, it's because he's going to, he's going to make plays that win games, yeah. you know? Um, so I feel like that's, that's kind of the, that's kind of the crux of a really good athlete is like, can they execute in what they need to do? And can they execute beyond what someone else of the same athletic prowess could do? You know, like someone else who's just as fit, just as able to run plays, but isn't at that point where they understand the game so well that they can make plays that, you know, score and yeah. gain yards and all of that. Yeah. You know? I, That's my thought. I think, yeah. I think, I think it honestly comes down to just terminology. I mean, I yeah. don't, I don't yeah. consider them athletes. I think it would just be better just because it's a whole new age of kind of a whole new industry. We'll say just overall, just everything with tech and sure. being able to game and stuff. You just come up with a different name, come up with a different word. Cause like even, like I consider race car drivers athletes because of what they do. It's right. very strenuous on your body and you do have to train for it. Now, sure. You could argue that some of the race car drivers aren't, but I mean like formula one, I'm talking like formula one, like drag, yeah. Yeah. like those people, they, cause I mean, it, that is a hard stress on your body. And, sure. um, you know, but if you were to have like a racing game, but then be like, Oh yeah, I'm basically like a race car driver. It's like no, you're not. <laughs> like there's so many factors that when you yeah. do the real thing in real life, it's so much more 
in depth than just you know. And I'm not saying that you're arguing it's not. By the way, I, I right, understand right, right, that. Right. But um, I just mean, and that kind of goes back to that distinction of the terminology. You know, is just to be yeah. like, because I, I like what I wouldn't want to see. Like, let's say I was I was a world class athlete, or you know, let's say you know, just for example, because of the uh, the fact that a lot of them are like you know shooter type games. You know, if I was like you know some special operator and you know these guys are like yeah i'm like i'm like kind of like there it's like no you're not <laughs> like you are nowhere near what i'm what i am because i've worked to get like i've put in the time to get to like this particular level that you're doing on a video game there's yeah. a very big distinction there so you know and I, again i you know and i respect the people that do that gaming to that level because it's absolutely amazing at the level that they're at and yeah. it does like again i think i do truly believe that guys like ninja and those other top guys i mean dude they would have excelled in anything like they sure. chose that yeah. path but they're just they're they are incredibly determined and they've put in countless hours to get to the level they're at um you know and you just kind of wonder like oh well what would it have been like if ninja did play a sport or get into the military or you know like where would he have ended up i mean totally pretty impressive to think about because yeah they do have a lot of dedication yeah so it's great that they're able to make money doing what they love to do yeah you know um and i i think it, it is important to keep in mind that most of these guys are not you know if they happen to be playing a game that is also a real life sport most of i mean there are none of them that consider themselves to be athletes in the same sense as the people right. that they are controlling in the game. That they're you playing, know? yeah. Um, definitely not. Um, and most of these guys who we, who have been kind of classified as like athletes or e-athletes or whatever you would call them, um, have are playing games that would not have a real life equivalent sport. You know, they're right. they're just they're playing shooters or whatever it might be um so it it it's different for sure um yeah but i think it is interesting that you have so many of these professional athletes that find themselves when in their off time what they do is they go play competitive video games you know like uh there's a guy that i i've been watching him probably more than anybody else lately i really i love the way that he uh entertains and the way that he plays and uh he's a very non-gamer type uh his he's called nick Merks, um and he he streams on twitch but he he's like a he's kind of a meathead kind of like he kind of came from uh playing sports in high school and and uh and even I think even in college, but he uh, he was in the Navy for a little while, and uh, he um, he's jacked, you know. Uh, he works out a lot and stuff, and so and he just kind of like has this sort of like mentality of like we're playing we're playing sports, you know. Like he like he, but I mean he's like one of the biggest streamers on Twitch now. He's making millions of dollars a year. And he's not playing sports anymore. You know, he's just he's just doing that. Um, but uh, he comes to mind as somebody who's like, you know, I don't know if he would call himself an athlete in the sense of because he used to play sports, you know. But like for him, he 
he knows a lot. He'll play with like professional athletes, like the, you know, these guys, he'll play with guys that are in their off season and stuff like NFL players and stuff. And then they'll, they'll get connected with him and then he'll play games with them and stuff. And they're like, right. they're like grinding it out on call of duty or Fortnite or whatever it is and trying to get better and stuff. And, uh, I just think it's interesting that these guys that are playing professional sports when they don't have the option to do that, either because it's their off season or they're just, they're just off for the week or whatever it might be. Like that's where they go. They're like, I'm going to go play professional video games because, or competitive video games, because I, I get the feeling that it scratches the same itch for them in their brain as playing competitive sports you know like they're like they're like this takes focus this takes decision making this takes uh like a competitive nature to win you know like if you're here to be casual you're not gonna win you know so you gotta be you gotta be on it and so you hear these guys talking and it's like oh they're like this is just how they are when they're like playing whatever game they normally play like whether it's football or baseball or whatever it is it's like they're 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 in that same mindset when they're playing video games because they're like this is this is connecting the same way you know and it seems like there's a lot of them like it seems like there's a lot of dudes who like come over from professional sports and like i'm gonna play games when i have time to do it you know so one one thing just the the devil's advocate on this okay (laughs) Yeah. Got to do it, okay? Cuz I agree with you. There are a lot that I've noticed that do that. Yeah. How many how many professional gamers go play professional sports? Yeah, it's not the same, for sure. It's there's but definitely there's, there's an accessibility aspect to that too. Like they don't have the option right, to go no. play competitive sports in the there same is. way that you there can is. just hop on Fortnite from your home and start playing, right. you know? But again, that goes back to accessibility, ability to for a lot of people, if you have the time, you could do it. That's why a lot of these, some of these guys, they wouldn't, I mean, because that's the reality too. So like I was saying, a lot of those guys would excel in anything. There's also some guys that wouldn't excel in shit in life. And then they probably hopped on gaming and they got really damn good at it because they didn't do anything else. I mean, because like that's yeah. the stigma behind some people that game is just like, you know, sure. it's just the stigma of like, oh, they're in their mom's basement, you know, whatever. Right. Like, yeah. I'm not saying everyone that does that, but because yeah. I mean, I've, dude, I've spent plenty of time playing Call of Duty in my days. Like, sure. Um, you know, it's super fun. But, you know, there's definitely that level of like, you know, a professional athlete will leave, not leave, but on the off season, go play professional or, you know, stream games or whatever. and yeah. and it helps too that they're a professional athlete and they have a name for themselves like they can get followers and yeah they if they want to stream noticed. they'll be doing well right yeah off the bat. you yeah. know they could, tom brady could start a twitch account right now and he's gonna have how many it's true hundreds of thousands you know absolutely so yeah. there's definitely but like uh, you know but i've never seen a single i mean not poking fingers or prodding but i've never <laughs> seen a professional gamer go into an actual like athletic sport and be like, I'm here to play for real now and make big bucks. That's not playing a game. I mean, I've, I've right. not seen that. And I right. don't know if that is a reasonable argument, but like I said, just devil's advocate. Cause you know, <laughs> I think got to have a conversation. It's no, it's not a reasonable <laughs> argument. It's not a reasonable I'm argument because <laughs> I, I'm just, Hey, I know. If and you're going to you, point them all out, coming uh, this way, I'm telling you, 
you don't know what you're talking about, it's not <laughs> it's not a re- reasonable argument because if you because there's crossover, like there's just crossover in that mental aspect of the gaming. So even if it's not something where you could say I'm going to go and I'm going to be able to pole vault now that I am really good at Fortnite, but I'm really good at, you know, playing football and so now I can go play Call of Duty and actually make some good decisions there. But it, it's the same thing too. Like most of these guys when they come over and play competitive games, they're trash for a good while, you know? Like yeah. cuz it's the same thing where they got to get good at right. that game. Like the you know, if you're good at if you're good at throwing a football, you're not going to be good at aiming with a controller or aiming with a mouse, you know, like it's not the same thing. So it it's it doesn't even translate the other way either necessarily. Like maybe the maybe because you don't have to burn off a bunch of fat so that you can sprint down the field means that you there's a quicker curve to get to get good at video games potentially. But like it still is there's still a curve there and there's still an amount of work that you have to do to get good at what you're doing. I mean, you know, for that matter, you could, there's the point that my wife and I are basically the same level of athleticism, but she's terrible at video games and I'm good at them. Yeah. Well, in that case, you can't use the example that a lot of professional athletes play video games, which proves that professional gamers are athletes. But I'm but what I'm saying is that they think that it's the same mindset. It's the same mindset. So they're like, this is competitive. Well, I want to get into this. And <sighs> it, it's very possible that you could see a gamer saying, but like at the same time, like what's the what's the incentive? You know? Like what's the incentive to be like, I'm gonna get like if you can have your if you can make millions of dollars never leaving your house. Whereas, like, you're, you're a professional, you're a professional football player. You have to travel. To, what did you say? I said you're getting all hyphy on me. I'm. <laughs> you're I'm passionate. Try, I'm trying to win. You're. You're. you're pa- <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to win, you, bro. Is this? Is this? Is this, <laughs> is this your way of entering into professional uh, <laughs> gaming right now? Like, you're you're starting your your journey into professional gaming. Listen, we don't argue enough on this podcast, all right? So I'm just trying to. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm just trying to get a little bit. Of, trying to get Fine, go. I'm. I'm listening. You're dumb. A, I'm dumb. You're straight dumb. You don't know what you're talking about. Listen. I, listen, guy. Listen. You're a. You're a dumbass guy who doesn't. Like, <laughs> you're fucking. Uh, look at you. You're stupid. I'm, Look touching, you, I'm touching your beard on my screen. Wow, stupid Stu- beard. S- stupid ass. Idiot. Um, okay. I, yeah, like, I, I, I think that it's... Cause it's like, okay, uh, yeah. honestly, here, okay, so here, here's the problem. Because now you're getting into an area where, okay, basically what it boils down to is everyone in a professional work environment, if they're good, they're essentially capable of doing whatever the hell it is that they're doing, right? So, like, when people look at me as an auto mechanic... Yeah. Like, I've had people tell me, oh, it must be easy doing your job because all you do is plug in a computer. I'm like, well, then you're welcome to come and do that then. Like, if you <laughs> think you, my job is as easy as plugging a computer into a car, right? then 
you're, I mean, one, you're sadly mistaken, and you'll realize that after one day of doing it. Of course. Um, because it could, you know, that, that so, it's not I mean, true. it, it, it kind of works out to where, you know, whatever path you choose, like, if, for me, I, I know nothing about computers, for the most part, and you know that. If I were to be passionate enough about it, and I was like, hey, I'm going to learn about this, I could eventually do your job. If I did the right training and the right process and the right, you know, and I was passionate about it enough to where I cared and I went down that path, just like you could do my job in the same respect, you know, just give it some time, some training, and then, you know, you'll get to that point. So sure. I think it kind of, I mean, if you're going to use the argument of, well, you know, anyone that, you know, but anyone, could, or, you know, as far as athletes go, but, um, you know, f anyone could could do that and look at it that no, way. No, 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 no. It's not the same thing, dude, because the work that you're doing and the work that I'm doing are the same in the sense that we're given the time to diagnose, troubleshoot, and then come to a decision about what the solution is and then spend as much time as we need to as long as we're being efficient to get the, to get the repair done, to get the work done. Whereas when you're playing games whether you're playing competitive video games or you're playing competitive sports, you have to be able to make strategic decisions on the fly. So in that sense, like somebody who's working as an auto mechanic could not go and be a professional athlete and, pot and potentially be as good as these other professional athletes because there's a, there's a skill there that they may not have from their other job or fixing computers, trying to go be a professional athlete or a professional gamer, they may not have that skill from their other job. So I think it is different in that sense. Like, I think at that point, you're talking about something where like certain jobs will kind of line up and other ones won't. And I think that like with gaming and, and playing, playing sports, like professional gamers, if they wanted to put the time in, I think that's the point is like, because they're able to make those quick strategic decisions to make plays, to win games, if they wanted to take the time to get into the shape that they needed to be in so that they could play basketball or that they could play soccer or football, like they could get to the point where they could be really effective professional sports players because of their experience making those kind of decisions in professional gaming. It's just that... The incentive's not there because it's like, dude, I have, the, I, I have, like, my job is not physically demanding in any sense compared with playing professional sports. So why would I choose to do that where I have to travel all the time and I have to work out all the time? I have to do all this shit where I can, I can literally like wake up like five minutes before I start my work day and just go like drink a fucking cup of coffee and then go crush it and make as much money as I would being a professional athlete. Okay. So here's the problem. You continue to just make my point without realizing it. So the, so here's the problem is that someone in our line of work is much more capable of becoming a professional gamer than they are becoming a professional athlete. The reason I say that is be hold on. Yeah, I had a coworker, okay, who yeah. didn't play. He played sports in high school, but he didn't play anything after college. Mm -hmm. Or I'm sorry, he didn't play anything after high school. Nothing in college. Mm -hmm. He went in the military. 
he ended up getting discharged, uh, medically discharged. I think it was medically. He wasn't like dishonorably discharged or anything. Sure. But his job was in IT. He wasn't like, you know, he wasn't doing like crazy shit, nothing like that. He was in for a little bit. And then he became a pipe fitter. He, at one point in the last like two, three years, he was ranked like top 100 Call of Duty players in the world. Really? At one point. Yes. So he wasn't making money on it, but he was like not incredibly athletic, but he was a damn good gamer. Sure. So, but he's not going to go play the profession he he can't i mean like maybe he could maybe he's the kind of guy that has the drive he could go do that if he wanted to but again it goes back to you have a better you have and again it's based on accessibility too i think it's much more accessible yes but it's way more because i knew a guy that did that now like i said he wasn't making a lot of money I agree with you so, that it's way more possible to become a, a professional gamer than it is to become a professional athlete. And that, that does have to do with the fact that you have institutions that will decide for you whether or not you're allowed to be a professional athlete. Whereas like right. they have professional gaming competitions where like you can just like you can just get in, you know? Or you can oh, okay. you can like you can like you can do qualifiers. If you do if you if you make it through the qualifiers, then you're into the competition and you're ready to go. And there's been a number of gamers who have uh like there's a guy named Reverse 2K who uh he won a Fortnite competition. Nobody nobody had any idea what is who he was, anything about him, nothing. But he won a Fortnite competition that was online. And then Ninja asked him to be his like duo partner for like future Fortnite competitions. So they ended up playing together for like a couple of years, at least a year. And so now he's got like a huge name just simply because he won a competition and then Ninja noticed him and then invited him and they became friends and then became right. like competitive partners and stuff and were on they yeah. essentially just on the same team all the time playing together and stuff yeah but like he's just nobody you know and yeah. i've seen his stream he streams i don't really watch it because he's not an entertainer and there's a oh. whole there's a whole other aspect of streaming that's not about professional gaming you know where it's like are you just entertaining you know like, right and that's yeah and i know that you've shown me a few guys that aren't necessarily good at the game they're just entertaining yeah yeah, and it's I like, mean, they're good at the game. I mean, they're above average. They could be like above I mean, average or like decent, but they're not. They they wouldn't be. They're not incredible. winning competitions and like making yeah. a bunch of money from their skill alone. But they right. but they're entertaining enough that people want to see them and want to watch them. And that's a whole other thing. You know, that's that's yeah. just something that just comes down to entertainment. That's that's not right. about com- competition. You know, and same yeah. way with like so many of these F- NFL players, where you're like. You're boring as hell in real life, dude. Like, you know, like as good as you are at being a linebacker, I don't care about I like I would never follow you on Instagram because yeah. You're boring, you know? Yeah. Um and there's a lot of guy like that's how reverse 2K is. Like he's he's pretty boring from from my experience. He's pretty boring on his streams mm. and stuff. Like he's not interesting. Um, he's not good looking and 
he's not somebody who is meant to be in the entertainment industry. He's just a good player. Um, you found you know. his niche. Yeah, he's a good player. Yeah. He's he's good at making those decisions and making those plays, and he's put a lot of time in on the game to be good. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I think that there are definitely parallels with professional gaming and professional sports. Um, and I don't think that you can just call them like professional gamers because that's a really, really broad term. And you can't just call them gamers because like I'm a gamer, you know, <laughs> like, right. And I, there's nothing, there's nothing athletic about me. And there's also nothing like particularly interesting about me as a gamer, you know, um, like I'm, I would not even call myself specifically average. I would say I'm probably below average for the most part, right. you know, when it comes to games. Um, and that's part of partly because I don't put the time in, you know, but I think that there's, there's an aspect there where you're, because you're having to make those decisions and those strategies, there's a connection with professional sports. And I think that that's, that's maybe that's why people have been able to say, okay, this is something that we could broadcast and we could, we could actually see the same level of tension and the same level of, um, competitiveness and, uh, camaraderie that you see from professional sports and people might want to watch that, you know? Um, most people that like to watch football are probably not going to be trying to watch you know, Overwatch competitions or Call of Duty competitions. But if there's a new viewer base that could that would want to watch that stuff and then would potentially go like, oh, now there's there's an NFL game on after this or whatever it is, maybe I'll watch that too. I mean, for NF, you know, ESPN, that's just a way for them to make money. Yeah, that's yeah. just that's just a way for them well, to get viewers. But I, you know, one thing though too, like even as you're talking about this, this shows. I, th- I mean, I, you know, I'm sure that there are a lot of people that fall into both categories that, you know, are ath- athletic people in general. They played football, they've played sports in high school, they've played uh, sports maybe in college, and they also game, um, you know, and they would enjoy watching both and maybe they don't care or maybe they do care about this subject. But I think there's a lot of people like you and I where you are obviously on one side of this and I'm on the other side. Like, not necessarily sure. picking sides as far as yeah. the terminology, but, like, you're a gamer. I'm not. Right. I was an athlete. I'm not really an athlete anymore, but, like, I was at one point in high school. Yeah. Like, I played football and stuff. Um, you know, you said you did cross country and stuff, um, which I'd still consider that to be athletic. I mean, that's an athletic thing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Um, you know, but... <clears throat> I only did it for I don't know year, I, though, so I mean I, I think it really counts I, I think I, I for me personally like I still just come back to the fact that I think it should maybe it's not professional gamer but I think it just needs to be called something else because the dedication and the time and the hard work that goes into being an athlete itself like being a professional athlete <clears throat> yeah you know yeah. a baseball player uh you know we can't undermine what they're doing by right. being, you know, by saying, well, they're doing the same thing mentally. Well, I don't care if they're doing the same thing mentally. There's, there's, 
friggin' nerds and geeks that are working for the NSA that are hacking computers that are that can think better than anyone in the fucking United States, but they're not athletes. I mean, sure, they're just yeah. sitting at a computer decoding freaking messages from Russia. Like, I don't know, like whatever. Right. Um, you know, or like brain surgeons, right? Like they're thinking on the fly. They're operating on brain. They're doing this crazy sure. shit. Yeah. Well, I don't want to undermine what they're doing. They're a brain surgeon. I wouldn't dare be like, well. I'm at a high level of thing, you know, so I'm like a brain right. surgeon. Well, no, you're not, you know, you're not a brain surgeon. So for me, it's like an athlete, it takes, you know, I mean, I got a little taste in high school. I can only imagine what it takes to get to that upper echelon of athletic ability, much like I can't imagine what it would take to get to the upper echelon of, um, of professional game, like to that higher level of guys making millions of dollars gaming in competitions and stuff. Sure. But I think that they have their own. I think they're completely separate. Like I feel like they should be their own thing. Like, right? You guys are doing this, and it's going to be this, and that's great. You guys are killing it. You guys are over here. You're doing this. You're killing it. But you know, to call one or the other for me, I just I don't see it. But you know, I, I'm also not a gamer, so <laughs> I can't, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Can't. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know. I mean. That's that. I feel like that almost gets into a whole other discussion of like, do you need to have literally the entire holistic experience in order to be able to accurately say this thing is right or this thing's not right or whatever? Or can you basically say, based on my experience and what I know, this is what I think is right and that's fine, you know? Um, yeah. You know, you don't have to be a gamer in order to say like, I don't think gamers should be called athletes. You know, I, yeah. I think that that's fair. Um, I think that they should have, there should be a term for people who perform at a high level in terms of games and have reached that point where like, dude, cause like there's so many good basketball players out there. There's so many good basketball players, but they, they cannot get into the NBA. Like they won't yeah. ever get into it because right. you can only have so many people in that. You know, mm-hmm. like you can only have so many people playing. You can only have so many people that you're paying to do that, you know. So there's only so much room in in that structure. And I think it's the same thing for video games where like you have people that are really, really good, you know, but they're not going to be classified as professional whatever because they're, they're not going to be able to break through whatever that is needs to be in order to be in that echelon or whatever but like uh, you know and and so i agree with you there we're like saying like no it's not they're not going to be athletes because athletes go through a physical regimen that like gamers just don't like that that makes sense to me but i think i don't think i don't have an issue with them being on the same channel you know like oh i don't yeah with like espm playing them like having like a, a, a Counter-Strike tournament or whatever Call of Duty tournament on ESPN. Like to me, it's like the the level of entertainment that you get from watching a football game, you can get from watching a, like watching a competitive video game. Like right. they, have, they have casters and everything. Like they have, like yeah. they literally have people who are casting those, those tournaments where like they literally talk like sports casters. Yeah. Uh, I've like I've seen like way. some of that stuff. See, I'm not arguing that. 
I, yeah. Because at that point, see, that becomes something where it becomes kind of snobby. Because guess what? I don't give a shit. Like, if <laughs> yeah, you want right, to put it on sure. ESPN, it has no... I can turn the channel. Like, I don't care. Sure. I don't want to take away from... Like, I'm talking about the terminology specifically. As far as, like, it being on ESPN, dude, go for it. Like, I don't sure. care. Like I said, I've watched... I'm pretty sure it was on ESPN that I was watching the freaking um, drone competition. Right. And, you know, like... Yeah. And... They've got all kinds I, of stuff I'm, like that. They were... They, and they were taught... See, that's the thing, is I know for a fact they were classifying those guys as athletes. They're like, these guys are incredible athletes here today. And, like, one of the guys was, like, this tubby, dumpy-looking... <laughs> fucking guy like he ate mcdonald's yeah. like he had he i'm pretty sure he had a mcdonald's cup in his cup holster while he was fly, like right it's like dude you're not an athlete but like, they've crossed you just that got really good at you know like you got really good at that people athletes yeah but like he got really good at this one thing so now he's like an athlete and it's like dude you're not an athlete like right what do you right you can't you can't get up you know it's like that michael scott thing right I could tell by the sound you made when you stood up that you have diabetes. Like, and yeah, yeah, um, right. You know, right. just like because it's like, dude, you're, you know, and good for you. Like the dude's making, I'm sure, good money. Now sure. here's one thing that I feel would maybe change. And correct me if I'm wrong because I don't know anything about this. But with sports and with athletes and with teams and stuff. You have teams and you have payrolls. You can look up like, oh, this guy's getting his his salary is this much, his salary cap is this much, he's gonna make this much in endorsements. But the team somewhere up higher is paying this guy's salary. Gamers yeah. are they don't have like it's not oh the the now federation for gaming they do have organizations. They do have organizations. So they have they have teams, um, so like so they, they have yeah. So there's like there's Phase, there's TSM, um, there's now are uh, these into hundred like, thieves? It, so it'll be like it's literally like a like an organization. So it'll be like an organization reaches out to you and is like, we want you to be a part of our organization. Right. They just call them they call them orgs or organizations, and it's it's just. It's just different than saying like team, basically, you know. Right. But like, it's the same type basically. of thing where it's like you now, like, like when you play in competitions, you play for us, you know. Right. See, and, so that yeah. that would help. That would help, kind of like classify, you know. Once you have like more people, and it's not just because see, There's for me, a lot I've always thought of it yeah. just as you know like ninja like these individual outliers that just kind of like make a name for themselves yeah and it just seems scattered and it's like what you know like there's right. no organization but right. if there's if it's organized and it becomes like a very organized thing then i mean that makes it even easier to have like a payroll and have like hey right this is my job like i'm getting paid for this not because i stream and i'm on twitch and i just get right. you know stuff personally but like i'm doing stuff and like this is my company that i work you know whatever sure yeah, and it, like it is different. It's very different from playing on a professional team, for sure, because the the in, the team is not paying for you. Instead, oh. what ends up happening a lot of the time is you you get basically endorsements because you're connected with that team. Oh. And you also get into tournaments because you're a part of that team. So you have you get opportunities to make money because you're a part of that team, but then also right. the team takes a cut 
of what you make. So like most people who are part of an organization, they choose to stream because streaming is a great way to make money, you know? Right. And it also elevates you as a player and as a streamer. So like phase is one of the most popular and one of the most well-known and I'd say one of the higher performing organizations in professional gaming. And so if you're a part of phase, like people can go and look up the phase roster. And if they see your name, then they're going to be like, Oh, this guy probably, you know, this guy probably fucks. I'm, I'm going to go look him up and see if he's sweet. And then you're like streaming and they're like, cool. Like I'm going to follow this dude. Like, yeah. so, so you get, you get clout and you get like promotion and visibility from being a part of an organization. But like, there's a lot of streamers that, that that come up on their own, but that's the thing, dude. I mean, it's important to remember like Twitch is like eight years old. Mm -hmm. Twitch is the biggest streaming. It's basically there's two there's Twitch and there's mixer. Mixer is the one that's made by Microsoft. Like, uh, you can you can you can stream on Mixer right from your Xbox, um, hmm. and it's it's definitely a much more secondary streaming service to Twitch. Twitch is like the streaming service, and it's like eight years old. Like that's not very old at all. Yeah. So you have guys that have literally been streaming since the very beginning of Twitch. Like, and now they're like some of the biggest streamers on Twitch. Like like Ninja. Yeah. He's on Mixer now, but he was on Twitch until like eight months ago or something like that. And he's like, he started when Twitch was like just barely becoming like something on the internet. So like streaming video games was not a concept that people understood or were even looking for at that time. So he like, he's one of the people that helped build this industry from the ground up. Whereas like professional sports, They've been going on for like 80 years or whatever, you know? Yeah. Like for so long. So in that sense, it's still really new too. And it's a, it's a really, it's something that you like, you know, that's why you have people that are just like, just now it's like, oh, let's put these professional gamers on ESPN. It's like, why? I was like, well, I don't know. We just haven't done it before. It's just new. Yeah. You know? So it's kind of, you know, it's like, let's call them athletes too. It's like, well, we can kind of decide yes or no on that. But basically it's a brand new concept. So it's something where you can kind of go, all right, let's, let's kind of workshop it as we go kind of thing. But obviously these guys are making an impact to the level where we need to find a way to market them beyond just like, oh, those are just like nerdy gamers, you know? Right. Like, and if we can, we can market, I mean, like you have like Ninja, this dude's like, like Adidas is like super, like, I don't know. I think Adidas is like kind of snobby and stuff, but like there's well, pronounced Adidas. Adidas. Oh, right. Of course. Of course. No. Cause, cause, cause they're that snobby. Yeah. It's right. Adidas. <laughs> God. Oh, geez. I'm serious. Have you ever seen their one of their actual commercials no, it's not. where they say it's their not name? actually pronounced Adidas? Is it? Look it up. Oh no! Look it dude. up. 
Dude, it no, 100%. They came out with a thing that was like how to pronounce the company name oh. because they had they had they had brand ambassadors that We're came out Adidas. And no, the brand ambassadors are now saying like Adidas. Like that's how they're wanting them because that's how it's yeah. pronounced. So yeah, there you go. I just I just jeez. ruined that word for you. You're welcome. Oh jeez. Well, I mean like I don't own any Adidas stuff. I'm going to keep saying Adidas because it's stupid. I know, so am I. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't own any Adidas stuff. And when I see it at the store, I'm like, that's fucking expensive. And I'm, not, I'm not buying that, you know? But like, yeah. but like, you have this dude who's like, he's like one of their guys now. And he's like showing up on Fallon and stuff. And like, he's he's like a thing, you know, he's like a, he's like a thing beyond gaming, you know, he's like a pop culture figure now. And yeah, uh, it's so, but like that hasn't happened before, you know, like gaming was literally something where you're like, that's for losers, (laughs) you know, like, well, and, and, but that makes you wonder too, like, because it has come, it's come out so recently, you know, is it something where, you know, for example, um, with, with, uh, um, sports or, I mean, really, so the sports or like military would be like the two things I can think of that go back hundreds of years right. that we still like look at today as far as like militarily or sports, but like they're, you know, look at the old sports guys from back in the forties and the fifties. A lot of those guys that made a difference, we still know them today is gamers, you know, are gamers going to be that flash in the pan thing? Or is that going to be something that sticks that in a hundred years, once they, you know, cause they've already been pushing football out because of mm-hmm. brain injuries and stuff like that. They're just like, Hey, you know, yeah. so let's say a hundred years from now, is it going to be gamers that are the only athletes? Like they're the only ones that are doing anything like that because we've become this, you know, world of like, Oh, we don't want to get hurt, so we're not going to have football anymore. And, like, baseball is pretty dangerous, and, then like, oh, soccer's pretty – you know, and then, like, it gets to a point where they're like, hey, we could just, like, game. Like, right. That'll be our – so you got to wonder, like, if it's going to be something like that. Um, well, or if, like, virtual reality it, gets more crazy, too. Like, you could yeah, end up or that, playing games on virtual reality. But, like, or is it going to be – or is, you know, Ninja, just because we've been using him the whole episode. Yeah. Is he going to be a flash in the pan, like, just for example, like uh, like Kylie Jenner, right? Remember how, sure. like, she was, like, yeah. the biggest thing? Like, she was, she was, like, the biggest thing on Instagram, on, like, all these social media platforms. She became the first self-made, which is bullshit, but the first self-made billionaire. And – and then it turns out she was lying, whatever. Right. Like, no one gives yeah. a shit about her. Like, no, no one right. cares really about her. Totally. So, but at one point, everyone did. Yeah. Is, you know, someone like Ninja going to be, you know, in 20 years, they're going to be like, yeah, like that was just kind of something that happened once. Or is it going to be something where in 100 years, they're going to be like, dude, that guy was the pioneer to all this, you know? Yeah. You just wonder where it's going to go. Yeah. And I th- and I genuinely believe that it's going to be more of like the pioneer. I think it's going to go to a point where you're going to see, you know, in 50 to 100 years, I would assume that this kind of industry t- takes that kind of place of maybe mainstream sports. I sure. would assume. 
Yeah, I, I, I think, um, I think there will always be athleticism in sports. You know, I, the the idea of training and honing your skill and then uh, executing is something that people will always want to see and people will always want to strive for, you know, because yeah, like we get really lazy as we get older, you know, but when you're a kid, like you want to go outside and run and play and exercise. There's a lot of kids on phones now playing games. Yeah, yeah, so that, that's true too. I mean, I mean, there is like, think about it, dude. It's like, think who about are all our the idols, kids you, you see? Know? Yeah, and yeah. see, that's and that and that comes down to a whole nother topic, which I haven't, we haven't even hit on. But I mean, dude, I see a lot of kids like just like in there, you know, yeah, or like even even kids like in elem or like not elementary, but like middle school. Like a boy, you like go up to like shake their hand, and then. They like don't even make eye contact. They can't shake your hand. It's like shake my hand, dude. Like, yes, yeah. you know. Yeah. But they're just so closed off and just in their game, and uh, and I see that as kind of a problem too, though. Yeah. You know? And again, that's a, maybe a conversation for another time because that goes into a whole other thing. But yeah, I mean, you know, like teaching socialization and stuff is definitely really critical as well. You know, I mean, I went to my I went to Cara's class uh, back in January or maybe it was like early February. and I read them a book, but like there was a kid who just, I guess she had mentioned to him that I like to play Fortnite. So he literally was just asking about me about Fortnite the entire time. Like really, he loved Fortnite. He loved playing it. And he was just asking me about it all the time, you know? And it's like, how old is he? Six, six years old. And so like if, if she had told her class, like my husband, loves to play basketball he's very tall he can jump really high and he he plays basketball all the time then maybe i would have had some different kids in the class who would have been asking me questions about basketball the whole time you know right but what what she had mentioned was you know oh you you know i'm sure that this kid had said i like Fortnite," and she said oh my husband likes to play Fortnite." you know and so then that's what he lashed on you know you were you were stuck i was a Fortnite guy but yeah but i think uh, yeah and so like when i was a kid i remember you know like space (laughs) is ridiculous but like space jam came out when i was you know in my in the first 10 years of my life and i was like michael jordan is the coolest I, i mean i knew about michael jordan because yeah. Those seasons that he played that were like the iconic seasons were in those same years like it was like 96 97 something like that. Yeah. That he played those seasons and I remember knowing about Michael Jordan and like he's the best. He's the best in the game. And I remember being like I want to be like Michael Jordan, you know, like he's awesome. He's the right. coolest, you know, like and then seeing, I mean, Space Jam was just like, oh, this is Michael Jordan, but with Looney Tunes, and this is the best thing ever. And I'm, you know, I'm eight or however old I am, and this is so yeah. funny. And I, I don't know who Bill Murray is, um, <laughs> but, but like, that's who I remember thinking like, oh, I want to be like that guy, you know, like he's so cool. And then I, I joined a basketball team when I was like seven or eight years old, you know, and I played, you know, it was like a YMCA like basketball team. 
you know, and I played yeah. basketball and then I ended up playing soccer for a lot of years instead. But like, who knows? I mean, who knows, you know, like whether kids in 50 years are going to want to play real sports or if like the biggest, you know, sports idols in the media are going to be video gamers. Right. I The thing is like virtual reality is going to get crazy. Yeah. And so that might end up being a big part of it too. Where like, yeah, you can literally like, you could have like sensory stuff on your body that causes you to like feel things the same way that you would feel them if you were playing them in real life or at least experience them in the same way. So you could like literally play like a virtual reality football game. Yeah. You know, where like it still requires you, like you don't have to be strong enough to push the other dude. Maybe, maybe it doesn't require you to have like the physical strength to like push the other dude, but like you still have to be able to run and sprint and do this other stuff but you're you're doing it all in virtual reality where you can't get concussions. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's what we'll, we'll end up seeing. Maybe it'll be like that. I don't know. It's it's really hard to imagine that some of these things that are that just like analog aspects of our world could just become digital. You know? I mean, yeah, there's been yeah. a lot of stuff that was analog that became digital eventually. But like Music, I feel like, is a great example of something where it's like there's still a very analog aspect to it, even all these years later. Even so many years after it became possible to do it digitally, there's still this analog aspect to it. And I think that feeling, that, that sort of connection that people have with the analog, I just say analog because it's just the opposite of digital, but like with the actual real life, you know, exertion of force or kicking a ball or whatever it is. Like people are just still going to want that. Even when we have the ability to do so many things digitally, even in 50 years or whatever it is, you know, maybe by then we'll have figured out how to like keep people alive forever. And you and I will just never die. It's possible. I mean, we did just send friggin' astronauts to International Space Station for the first time in like 50 years. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever it was. Right. 40 years. 30. Or what was it? They, what, they scrubbed that sp- the space program in the 90, 80s or 90s, something like that? I don't know. I think it was in the 80s or 90s. So maybe like 30 years, whatever it was. But either way, we're making it's been strides. A long time. Yeah. Making strides. Elon Musk is just killing it. <laughs> oh God, that dude! That dude's yeah, a loose cannon right like there, dude. Anymore. I know. I, do, I don't. I don't have like a. I don't have a real. I mean, like, <laughs> I'm just like. Most of the time, I'm just like. I'm just like. I don't know. I just think he's overhyped personally. Like I, I tend to think like, like, he. I don't know the stuff that he's that he's making or creating is like cool, but not anything that people should be like, oh, this man's a genius. I don't know, but I I also feel that way about like most tech moguls too. I'm just like, 
dude, these guys are not like some sort of amazing. These these dudes are not like the next Albert Einstein or anything. Like they're just people who managed to come up with an idea that did really well. And now they've just been like trying to build on that basically. But like, I mean, he is pretty, he is pretty innovative though. He is. He's innovative. He definitely is innovative. He's been been able to come up with stuff that other people did not come up with. I'll give him that. But I mean, I just and he's that, definitely intelligent. He's definitely intelligent. And a lot and a and a lot of people loved him until he said take the red pill, and then everyone on the left freaked out because <laughs> everyone that was on the left was like, "Oh my God, he's a Republican!" Shit. I did not ever just, know that he I'm ever not, said not, that. Like I was not aware I, no, that he, he ever said that, but I've just he, seen he like some of his other stuff where that. I'm like, oh gosh, he's just kind of a loose cannon, he, isn't he? He just tweets out whatever he happens to be thinking at this current moment. Well, that's what Twitter's for. But he oh, tweeted God. out like he tweeted out like a couple like a month ago. I don't know. It was when I was still on social media. Uh, but he tweeted out like, "Take the red pill, America." And then oh really? And then like, dude, people on the left were just like shit like elon musk like what the it was, just, it was it was glorious to watch like how he could just say something as simple as like hinting at the fact that he's a republican slash conservative whatever even just a little bit and just people lost their minds i was like this is great yeah i mean so i don't know I why fun. anybody i'm not would saying expect you th- him to not be i'm not saying but. you thought that I didn't. It, well, I, really like I said, I didn't even it, know that he tweeted that. I don't follow him on Twitter was, or anything, it, so I just see I don't like even, I just see yeah. his tweets. That I just saw pop it on, down from somewhere else, you know. Yeah, so, that's where I saw it. I saw it on Insta, oh, like Instagram. Someone like shared it. It was around the time that California was trying to like ban, or they were like trying to put regulation on uh, something with COVID. Oh, and he was like trying to keep his factories afloat. So then. Like he got government permit. I don't know. Something happened, and then it was like Trump helped with federal, you know, federal mandates that allowed him to continue working. And then oh, okay. he like tweeted that. So then everyone, but like I said, I I mean there was like a backstory behind it. But ba- but in short, that's like what happened, and it was just kind of funny. So I'm not saying that's why you you're saying that about him because I know when we had Brandon on, we talked about the cyber truck, and you were even then you were like I don't get it, like you know, or like with Elon Musk specifically yeah um, like I, but, just didn't uh, really... I just think he's I, I don't know i just think it's cool that you know a guy like him can come up with ideas like batteries and then create a company off you know tesla off of bad off of a battery design and then when he needs more money he just creates the boring company and sells flamethrowers <laughs> that are not flamethrowers that's right. the name of it but it's right. a flamethrower and then you know it's just like dude that's cool shit like Good job. You you earned your billions, I guess. And now you're using it for good by sending people to space, which the US hasn't done in however many years. So Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean it's definitely nice to see cool. that, you know, it doesn't have to be something that's government funded for it to happen. That's the thing. Yeah. So. It can be like which whoever thought space travel would be in the private sector in our lifetime. Yeah, I really didn't <laughs> like, expect that. You have that a to you happen. have a company that paired with NASA simply for by the way, the only reason they're paired with NASA is for their launch facility, right. which they could easily make. So like there's really no need for any government funding. Like yeah. Elon Musk could just be like we're taking SpaceX and launching people into space. We don't give a shit. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's crazy. Anyway, that was off topic, but well, I think we uh, have pretty much 
uh, exhausted. I think I think every aspect we of went that over, topic that we could have possibly done, and we we went over our hour. I, I, that we were shooting. Did we pass our hour? <laughs> oh, we did pass our hour. Wow. Oh, yeah. only by fifty minutes. Only only by almost two hours. Yeah. Or well, we only passed it by an hour. Passed it by an hour. That's okay. But it Whatever. gave me an opportunity our to podcast. drink more whiskey and more beer. We do we do whatever we want. Think how much less I would have drank if we had just finished at an hour. How boring. It's also That's like eleven forty at night. Yeah. I mean, I don't have anything to do tomorrow. I mean, I'm, I'm doing shit tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, I'm going on a hike with some friends, so it's gonna be. Oh. Okay, that that's like the funniest thing in the whole world just because I was literally going to be like, I'm probably going to get on video games after we're done with this. Seriously? Oh, God, I'm going to bed, dude. Yeah, because I don't have anything to do tomorrow, so I'm ch- I'll am i probably play video games yeah. till like 2 in the morning and then go to bed. I'll just yeah, get up at like 10. Like six. Oh, shit. I'm going to get up at like 6 and like get ready. Hopefully, I don't have a hangover. I don't think I will. I've drank a lot of water, so I'm good. Yeah. We'll find out, though. This, this story, my height.